We're going to finish off Simon Reish Mem Hay today. We'll be doing Sif Hay and Vav. And then I'd like to touch upon a couple of cases, Halacha Lemaisa, based on these principles that we've been learning. Let's first do Sif Hay. Mutterly Yisraelita in Sacharulein Yehudi, Limkor im Kotzas Lo Sachar. You're allowed to give Sachara merchandise to a non Jew to sell for you as long as you set a price. So you say, I'll give you this much money if you try to sell the Sachara for me. As long as you don't tell him to sell it on Shabbos. This is very similar to Sif Dalid. Sif Dalid was when you were investing money with a non Jew. You're allowed to give the non-Jew money to invest. And Sifhei is saying you're allowed to give the non-Jew merchandise to sell on your behalf as long as you don't tell them that it has to be done on Shabbos. Continues the Mechaber. If a Jew has a tanner, an oven in his possession, as a mashkon from a non-Jew who borrowed money from him, and the non-Jew who owns the tanner says, all the money made from renting out the oven, I want that to go to you as interest. So the non-Jew is borrowing money from the Jew. He's giving him his oven for collateral. And all the money that's made through renting out the oven, that will go to the Jew as well, as interest. So, Mutter Litos Shabbos, the Jew is allowed to take the money from the oven that comes in on Shabbos. Because the oven is in the jurisdiction of the non Jew, it belongs to the non Jew. And the Jew doesn't own any part of the oven whatsoever. And furthermore, the Jew is not asking him to rent it out on Shabbos. So why is the non-Jew renting out his oven? He's doing so for himself, in order to make money to give it as interest, to be Mekayim the Tanai. So this is a heter we find on Shabbos. Here they are not shutfim in the oven, it fully belongs to the non-Jew. He's allowed to rent out the oven, and the money made on Shabbos is allowed to go to the Jew for the interest on the loan. Sifkat and Chaf. Im Katzat. So the Mechaber started off by saying that it's mutter to have a non-Jew sell merchandise on your behalf as long as you set a price for him. And then we say he happens to sell it on Shabbos, that's for his own convenience, but he's not viewed as your shliach. The Mechaber said this is mutter to have him sell the schorah for you as long as you don't tell him to do it on Shabbos. However, if the day of the marketplace is on Shabbos, that's the only time where buying and selling takes place, even if you didn't say anything to him, it would be Shabbos. Because then it's tantamount to saying, please go and sell this for me on Shabbos. That's the Achron Lekomansim in Shin Zayin, Ayin Shem Obeze. We'll see more on this topic in Shin Zayin. Sivkat and Chav Beis, Motor Lito. 
We said that the Jew is allowed to take the money made from renting out the oven. This is true even if it's not Bahavla, he only rents it out on Shabbos. The Ein Sarech Lahasnos Klum, there's no need for a Tanai. Sif Vav. Im Ofu Einam Yehudim Betanuro Shal Yisrael Bishabbos Al Karcho. If non Jews bake bread in someone's oven, Bal Karcho, without asking permission, Venasnulo Pas Bishar Hatanur. But they feel bad and they want to give you something for using your oven, so they give you some of the bread made in the oven. It is usr to get any benefit from that bread. Because we view that bread as Char Shabbos. Let's take a look here at Sifkot and Chav Gimel. Im ofu enam Yehudim, ayin mebach sovso and reish from Gimel shekosov, da'iri delo ofu bo rak b'Shabbos. The case here must be talking about a situation where they're only baking in your oven against your will on Shabbos. And therefore, even though they're baking without permission, if you accept the, the loaf of bread from them, then that means you're taking Shabbos. But if they also use your oven other days of the week, then Then it's mutter to accept from them the loaves or the money, because then it's bahavla. It's not just for money on Shabbos. To accept the loaves of bread or to accept the money from them for using your oven, that would be mutter even if it was not balkarcho, even if you let them use the oven. Even though you'd be doing an iser by allowing them to use your oven, Kanal Beresh Simin Resh Mem Gimel. Right, we mentioned in Mesh Mem Gimel that having a non-Jew rent out your oven would be an iser of Marisayan. Right, there's no Amir Lakum. He's using it for his own purposes, and he's just paying you for the usage. And there's no Schar Shabbos, assuming it's Bahavla. The only problem is Marisayan. So even though you're doing an iser, mikol makom b'diavad ain't lesser scharo. B'diavad, we wouldn't say that you can't get benefit from the schar. The iser b'zeh hu rak mishum marasayin k'moshik asafim b'sof sim and reish mem gimel mishnah brus hakatan tazayim. As we said at the very end of reish mem dalid, reish mem gimel rather, that when the only iser I'm in violation of is marasayin, then b'diavad you'd still be allowed to keep the uh, the money made. Sif katan chaf dalid. They gave you bread for using your oven. The same thing would be true if they gave you money. It would be usher to accept it from them, assuming they just used it on Shabbos, so there's no havla. Why did the Mechaber choose a case of them giving you bread? It was a Maisa Shahaya. That's what happened, and that was the Psak, but it would apply to giving you money as well. So we conclude here the Simen Resh Mem Hey. I'd like to uh, share with you a couple of interesting Halacha Lemaisa situations. First off, it's Kedai to explore this whole idea of partnering together with a non-Jew. Um, the case of the Shulchan Aruch is when we happen to be partners, how do we arrange it in a way that there's no Chil Shabbos? Nowadays, the, the more common application of this is really the Jewish, it's a Jewishly owned business, um, but it has to function on Shabbos. 
And there are definitely types of, of companies or businesses that really need to function on Shabbos. Some of the classic examples are nursing homes or hotels. You know, really anything in real estate, you have to be open seven days a week in many, uh, many situations. So the question is, can we utilize Reish Memhei, the heter of the, the Mechaber, the Ramah, to, to make a Shudfis with a non-Jew, although you're not really splitting it 50-50, but we'll make him officially a partner in order to allow the business to continue working on Shabbos. So we've seen already from Ramosha that he was very hesitant to, uh, to make a star unless you really know what you're doing. And he was also concerned hashkrafically that once we allow these types of leniencies, it could be gorim, it could cause more Chilol Shabbos. Yet he does seem to hold that it's, a, it's definitely a possible heter. Uh, the way to do it, for example, he has an achuva in Archaim, Chelek uh, Aleph, Simen Tzadi, when you make the stipulation initially with the non-Jew, oftentimes in businesses it might be someone who's already working there, and now you're going to make a contract to make him officially uh, part owner. So, it's much better to write this in a contract. And if you're making a star in the court system using a real lawyer, everything should be explained and clarified according to the condition. If you just go to one of the workers in the company and you try to explain to them the deal, you're really going to be a part owner and we're going to be officially partners and I'm going to give you this much more uh, per week or per month, Says Ramosha, ain't no klum, that's just harama, you're playing games. To make it real, it has to be on a star and it has to be legally binding. However, we have to be very careful in how we apply this heter, and oftentimes the, uh, the right thing is, like the Mishnah Bura told us back in Simon Reshmem Dalid at the end of Sifkat and Lamad Hay, and does not search after these kulos for Shabbos, Ashrav, he is praiseworthy. There's a famous tshuva of the Chassam Sofer, where he says that feel of Yom Kippur, we ask Hashem that we should get Parnasa through Heter and not through Isser. So the Chassam Sofer says, what does that mean? We're davening, it should be through Heter and Hashem... You know, should uh, should not allow us or not enable us to steal. That's our bechira. We're not going to steal. So says the Chassam Sofer. What we're asking is, we should get it through a way that's mamish mutter. It's totally acceptable. It's within the the das Torah, within the Ratzon Hashem. Not through iser. Not through doing something that, that that's not the right thing to do. The Chassam Sofer did not seem to be a fan of uh, of making a star Shabbos. There is a. A fascinating tshuva in the Sri Day Eish. This is in the uh, Chelik Base Simon Chafala for Bechil Yaakov Weinberg. He tells a story. He says, He kodem melchama before the war, when I was a Rav in Lita, he tzirubi balabatim shabiiri lahatilahem esavoda bishabas ayadei shtar shutfizimakum. The balabatim, the congregants came to me and they were pressuring me that I should uh, create. Shtaros for Shabbos that they could become partners with non-Jews to allow the business to run. 
And they were saying, if I don't do this, they'll be Mechal Shabbos. So it's better than nothing. The complexity of the situation, he says, was that the, the Rav in the town before me, he was not Matir no matter what. And um, I didn't know what to do. He says, I came from Mavucha Gedola. I was in a great inner turmoil. So therefore, I traveled to Radin to ask the Shaila to the Chafetz Chaim, what should I do? Chafetz Chaim said back to me, I don't want to have a hachra, I don't want to tell you what to do here. Because there are different stadim, there are definitely kulas, we do have Resh Mem Hay, and there are legal ways of doing this, which would be Mutter, but um, we have other Tzadim that would say, better to avoid the whole thing. L'fikach eno yocha l'kabal achrayis b'davrzeh, the Chafetz Chaim told Rabbi Yechiel Yaakov Weinberg, I don't want to take responsibility for this. So he writes in the Tshuva, Benidon Malaso, he's now responding to the Shoel, regarding your case, Ani maskim lahater, I maskim 100% that it's Mutter, in your shaila, it's relevant to real pikuach nefesh. There's a real need for parnasa, and even more so nowadays. It's harder to, to find parnasa than it was to split the yamsuf, and therefore there's more room to be made. But we see from the the tochen, the content of the tshuva that it's definitely not something to do b'shat nefesh. It should not be something we, uh, we do without thinking. Much better to uh, have the business totally closed on Shabbos if and when it's possible. Uh, but we do see from Ramosha, if it's not possible, then uh, you, you could make a shtar Shabbos in a mutter way. Ramosha has a different shuva where he speaks about the, the question of having a partner who's a non-religious Jew. Could you make the same condition that we saw in Reish Memhei? Um, so says Ramosha, to make the exact same condition would be Usr, to, to create the stipulation where he'd be working on Shabbos and therefore responsible for everything that goes on in the store and uh, receiving all of the earnings of Shabbos, and I'll be responsible for Tuesday. To that he says, it's Usr, Kivin Shenenem and Meleches Yisrael. It comes out that I'm getting benefit from his Chilol Shabbos. The reason why I'm willing to accept upon myself, I, the Shomer Shabbos partner, I'm accepting upon myself to take on all of Tuesday is because he's doing all of Shabbos. But that means I'm gaining from what he's doing on Shabbos. And therefore the only, only condition to make is that he gets everything, the non Shomer Shabbos Jew gets everything he brings in on, on Shabbos, and the rest of the six days a week, we split evenly. That's condition number one. Condition number two, says Ramosha, is that the non-Shomer Shabbos partner doesn't need me to keep the business running. He writes, Davki m'ashutef she'en ha-Shomer Shabbos e'en tzarech l'ashutef ha-Shomer Shabbos she'yachalin ho'la'esik ba'atzmo o she'yesh lo'ashutefe mecherim. The non-Shomer Shabbos Jew can either run the entire thing himself, or he has other partners. So then, I'm not enabling him to have this business where he works on Shabbos. 
Because if without me, the Shomer Shabbos partner, he could not run the business, or he wouldn't have other partners. It comes out that I'm causing him, or at least I'm allowing him, to be Mechal Shabbos. Even though he's doing it on a day where he's not officially my partner, we made up in the contract that Saturday belongs to him, but he's only able to be doing this work on Shabbos because of me. So that's the, the second condition to be a partner with a non-Shomer Shabbos Jew. A third interesting case is when it comes to having money in the bank. So we know that if I have a checking account or a money market, it's making interest every day, and it's calculated literally by the day. So that would seem to be a violation of Zechar Shabbos. Sir Moshe has a tshuva on this as well, and he says the truth is it's totally mutter, because the bank uses the secular calendar, and on the secular calendar, the day is from 12 to 12. So I'm not really getting schar just from Shabbos, I'm getting interest from Motzai Shabbos as well. That's where there's no problem of interest accrued on Shabbos. However, says Ramosha, according to this logic, if you have Yontif right before Shabbos or Yontif right after Shabbos, where you do have 24 hours that I'm getting schar Shabbos for, that would be a problem. And uh, therefore, that money, if you can make a calculation of how much it is, nowadays it's <laughs> come out nothing, it's probably not even the Shavu Pruta, but if you can make a calculation of how much it is, and you can give that to Tzedakah anonymously, so I'm not even gaining from people knowing that I gave it to Tzedakah, that's how it works with a checking account or a money market. Uh, these are a few questions that come up. There are other questions as well regarding uh, stocks and bonds, or a, a major Shaila is if I have a website, can I allow people to, uh, to purchase things on my website on Shabbos? Am I allowed to have a vending machine? These are all very common questions, but they get more into the area of Schar Shabbos. So we'll wait off, I think, until uh, Simon Shinzayan to delve more into those areas. And we'll continue tomorrow with Simon Reish Mem Vav.